Welcome to the January 13th edition of the Relevant Podcast, Friday the 13th. Ooh. Ooh. You were just listening to uh, John Vanderslice. The song was Exit at Damage. It's actually playing right now on Relevant TV. It's a great tune. Uh, I'm Cameron Strang. Here with me is our editorial director, Kara Davis. Hello. Our managing editor, Tyler Clark. Hi. Back from his honeymoon. Woo. And our web editor, Jesse Carey. Hello. And Flynn Atkins running the ones and twos, if you could hear that. So, uh, Tyler, welcome back. Thank you. How was uh, Bora Bora? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was great. Um, we uh, we went to Naples, Florida, and somebody asked me like two weeks before the wedding, you know, we were, we were going on our honeymoon, and I said Naples, and they're like, oh, Italy, that's awesome. <laughs> and then I felt bad. <laughs> and then they felt bad. <laughs> but no, it was great. Um, yay, I'm married. Congrats. Yeah. We want some um, sordid details. Some, um, well, first of all, we didn't know much about Naples, Florida before we went down there. A lot um, of old people. A lot of old people. <laughs> Recently destroyed by a hurricane. Yeah. Old well, people destroyed old people by hurricane. destroyed by hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but like my parents, uh, my, my parents went just like <laughs> three weeks before we did, and they came back and were going on about how great it was, and we got down there like, what are they talking about? Oh, like, no. oh wait a minute. They went They're to Italy. old people. <laughs> so. They went to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Naples is awesome. See, we had two punchlines at the same time. So, so if you don't like one, yeah. you can have another. Well, Re- rewind nice. your podcast yeah. and listen to it again. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast twice, and there's always something new to find. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> so cry if you want to. Yeah, you can come undone. In entertainment releases this week, uh, we have several movies coming out today. Uh, one is Tristan and Isolde. Yet he's James, young. James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> it's an uh, in, insuperable romance between an English knight, Franco, and the daughter of the King of Ireland. Looks like a romance I'm seeing novel. It. <laughs> and it, it threatens the future of Britain. I wonder how it turned out. Mm-hmm. It's gone. The empire <laughs> fell. <laughs> it fell. Uh, also, Glory Road, uh, which looks to be very inspirational, if you like to remember the Titans and all that. Hoosiers. I liked Hoosiers. Yeah, I'm, I'm Except they didn't have the race theme. <laughs> it's all white people in Hoosiers. Yeah. Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Can't wait. LL Cool J. <laughs> romantic comedy. She thinks she's dying of cancer. It's a, it's a 
heartwarming, <laughs> fun time. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm kind of surprised Eugene Levy isn't in that movie. It seems like he plays. In a lot of those, like, well, he's currently in Cheaper by the Dozen, Twelve, or something. Yeah. Aww. And and he's in Bandcamp. That oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one directly direct to video. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. How how long was the man out? I'm pretty sure that was on pretty much direct to video. It stopped in the theaters for a few days <laughs> on its way to the video store. Poor I, Eugene Levy. I'm guessing. Um, this is just a prediction. Queen Latifah finds out at the end that she's not really dying. Of course. And ends up with LL Cool J. Of course. Because. She finds out what's really important in life. Because yeah. you know what this is? I think, I think she actually goes to Naples in the movie. It's something about a European vacation. It's Joe versus the volcano. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. 2006. I almost said 2004. With a hip hop twist. That's right. Also coming out is Hoodwinked with Anne Hathaway and Glenn Close. Uh, set at the end of the story of Little Riding Hood. Why is this even on the list? I, it, it's I actually, uh, it, was, it was written and directed, like, there are, there's a group of Christians that are that are doing it. Um, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Did it have a very small budget? I think it's a fairly small budget. What, but it looks, it's like the, oh, like the computer really animated, you know, Toy Story type deal. Oh, really? Yeah. That's odd. And in music releases, there's really nothing of note coming out next week, but there's several albums coming out on the 24th of this month. So we'll mention a few of those to just get you looking ahead. You can go pre-buy them on iTunes or something. Charlie Hall has a new one called Flying Into Daybreak. Um, actually, I just got an email that he just had his last album went gold. It's his first gold record, so people love him. Also, Roy's Cop, who is playing right now on Relevant TV. The album's called What Else Is There CDs? CDS. I don't know. What else is there? CDS. That's what it says. Roy, Royce Cop is great. Uh, PODs Testify is coming out on Atlantic on the 24th as well. We'll mention the ne- the rest of the list next week. And that'll do it for new releases. Uh, now, Slices. Dry your eyes, mate I know you want to make her see how much this pain hurts But you've got to walk away now It's over So then I move my hand up from down by my side Shaking, my life is crashing before my eyes Some Americans are becoming more okay with being overweight There's a market research firm that Um, did a test 20 years ago and they did it again now and the percentage of people who say they find overweight people less attractive has dropped from 55% to 24% Um, but uh, the the Rubenesque it's like the renaissance now yes (laughs) Um, but, but one researcher says that you can't really go by surveys like that because if you ask people around the country if they had a racial bias they you know, wouldn't say that they did. So the studies don't pick up on unconscious bias. And then the end of the story says um, the same survey showed that um, 61% of people would like to lose 20 pounds. So that's a, a lot. bunch of liars. Lot. They're a bunch of fat liars. Okay. <laughs> big, fat <laughs> big fat liars. So does this mean I'm allowed to put on the married weight or not? <laughs> Your wife will find you, I don't know, 20, mm. 24% of wives will find you. <laughs> just as attractive. I'm just working on the one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have one here. Last or this week actually uh, was the 
Apple announcements, you know, uh, that were highly anticipated by our designers. Actually, some cool stuff was talked about. Uh, Apple CEO Steve Jobs um, announced at the Macworld trade show this week that Apple has sold 42 million iPods. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. But I get have, this, 76% of them were all bought last year. Wow. I heard there's 14 million bought over the holidays this yep. year. 14 million were bought this Christmas, and the year before was 4.5 million. So it tripled wow. in the same season. So um, that's why so many people are listening to our podcast. Yep. They all have iTunes. Well, and did iPods. you see that? It's getting close, it's like 860 million. Yeah, th- so he far. said next month they'll surpass the one billionth song sold at iTunes. That's mm. that's just nuts. They also announced a whole bunch of new um, uh, power or notebooks, and they're calling them MacBook Pro, and and also the iMacs. They have new chips, and they're supposedly six times faster than the old chips. So now we have to upgrade everything. There's also some new software and other stuff, but it's exciting about um, the new computers. Honestly, I'm ready to trade in my PowerBook. Let's get the fast one. So earlier this week, uh, Randall McCloy Jr., who was the only, uh, he was the sole survivor of the West Virginia coal mine uh, accident. He was visited by uh, country music star Hank Williams Jr., which we don't really cover country music very often here, um, and and for good reason. But he was visited uh, by Hank Williams Jr. because Hank Williams Jr. felt kind of a connection with him. Because back in 1975, Hank Williams Jr., fell 440 feet down a mountain and survived. And so he wanted to, uh, to visit you know, this guy that, that was trapped in his mine for, um, for a couple of days. And I fell off my roof once when I was 12. How'd that, how'd that turn out? Well, I actually kind of jumped. It was, uh, I, I was homesick one day, and I had found um, my snow skiing outfit, which was very padded, and I had yeah. snow boots. And, um, and, so, and I found some garbage bags. And so parachute, you know, I thought I'm going to parachute off and I'll wear this padded outfit and boots that are solid all the way up. So I can't twist my ankles. So I jump off the roof (laughs) thinking that the garbage bags will fill with air. And of course I just dropped like a rock and yeah, my ankles didn't bend. So they jabbed (laughs) like cramped into my shins and I'm laying there on the ground. I can't move because my legs are so injured. It's a 12 year old in a ski outfit in the middle of summer. So I'm like, Um, how long were you laying out in the yard before? It felt like an hour, but it was more like five minutes. Yeah. I was was moaning. Was your house 440 feet tall? Yes. (laughs) Yes, it was. It was a tower, actually. Well, let's leave the hero stories to Hank Williams Jr., okay? So you guys know that, you know, Israel had donated about 35 acres to evangelicals who want to create a Christian heritage center project, which would include, you know, a theme park and all this kind of stuff. A theme park for for real? Yeah, for, you know, Christian heritage type of things to encourage evangelicals to visit the Holy Lands, which I'm visiting the Holy Lands next month. You could almost say it's a Holy Land experience. Yes. uh, But um, I'm not sure that we would visit a Christian theme park if we went, you know, if it was ready. If we went there, yeah. Right. But actually Israel um, has broken off the negotiations because of the comments that Pat Robertson made suggesting that Ariel Sharon's stroke was um, divine retribution for the, the for him yeah. yeah for him pulling out of Israel uh, I mean pulling Israel out of Gaza last summer um, 
but uh, the Israelis say that they're willing to continue, you know, to do the Heritage Center, just not with him, apparently. Would you want to go to a Christian theme park? Yeah, in the Middle East. Middle East. (laughs) (laughs) I would want to. It's called Bomb Me. That's the name of the theme park. That's just like, hi, we're American Christian American tourists, bombers. It's Uh, part of the thrill, you know, dodging. Dodge the snipers. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible. That's why we have one here in Orlando. Yeah, actually we do. (laughs) If y'all didn't know, if you can't make it all the way over to Israel to see the possibly defunct Christian theme park. We actually have one here in Orlando called the Holy Land Experience. Has anyone been? I I actually went last month a uh, family outing. No. Around, uh, around, yeah. Why didn't you tell You've us been about holding this? Out. Is, it, is it animatronic? Because that's how I picture it in my mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen like, you know how like mega churches will do a big like Easter pageant? Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Like a living nativity? Yeah. It, well, I mean, it's like it, the architecture looks like you're really there in Bible times, right? And the concession stands sell like <laughs> turkey legs and stuff. I mean, it's like, and they sell Jewish food and it's outdoor, right? Well, Pepsi. it's outdoor, and then the shows are indoor and stuff. And they have the shows, and they have this movie. <laughs> they have a movie that tells the history of the Bible, and you know, it's all. How a, long is the movie? About ten minutes. And and then uh, abbreviated history. And then there's a scriptorium, Bible scriptorium, which is an experiential thing where they like they have uh, all these Bibles from like the ancient papyrus all the way through, like real ones. That actually was that was actually interesting. I've heard that. I I really enjoyed that aspect of it. The Mm -hmm. rest of it was uh, interesting. So uh, I thought they had rides and stuff. They no, they don't have rides. rides But you see these poor kids that are just like. It's Aww. just so They can't so go to sad. Disney because right. their parents are boycotting it. Right, and they're still going to the Holy Land. So they put in a rock climbing wall for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do, do they do they attempt to tie that in biblically anywhere? They're just well, like, oh, it's like the, the wall of Jericho or something, <laughs> and you can climb up it. They should have like fair games and have little little slingshots and a like yeah. a tall giant they can yeah, throw rocks at. Big Goliath heads. Yeah, I shoot. went into their toy store and they had like, you know, Bible figure action figures Sweet. and Bible toys. I bought a sword actually. It's in my trunk. Oh, I bought cool. a Bible sword. Yeah. yeah, the Holy Land experience was I hope the Holy Land experience that you have next month, Kara, right. is nothing like the Holy Land experience. <laughs> yeah, I hope I we can have. even yeah. match up like Yeah, we've gotta go to the theme park when we come back. Yeah. After we visit the real place. I got one of the best emails I ever received this morning. It's from a guy in Minnesota who's, who's making me aware that there is a guy who goes by the Impaler who is running for governor of Minnesota. And he's actually a, a satanic dark priest, according to, that's his quote. Um, and he, he's got some interesting um, platforms he's going to run on. One is that he will, if he catches, if he catches terrorists in Minnesota, he will impale them. <laughs> <laughs> for all to see. So we'll have the Republican vote, except for the whole <laughs> yeah. satanic yeah. thing. Uh, I, I, I love it. He's like, I want to be totally op- honest and open. He says, I'm not going to, um, like, unlike other candidates, I'm not going to hide my evil side. And then he goes on to say that though God the Father is, quote, his mortal enemy, <laughs> he does not have any, he doesn't have anything against Christians. So it's good news. That's good. So, you know. He's going to officially announce it on Friday the 13th today. So The weird thing is he's probably more qualified than Jesse about the body Ventura. <laughs> so. This guy actually had a stint as a professional wrestler as nice. well. So. Oh, See, Minnesota. the, the floodgates have been opened. Yeah. And that'll do it for Slices.
Gotta love these music transitions. This week we wanted to actually go through and tell you a little bit about the new issue of Relevant Magazine, the January-February issue. Uh, subscribers have already had it for a while, but if you haven't picked up an issue, there's there's some features that we wanted to just call to your attention and what not. Um, it's our movie issue. We do one every January. Um, the title is called Welcome to Hollywood. Ha! Ah, we love to play on words. Mm-hmm. We're so proud it's of ourselves. It was actually just a misspelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's our biggest typo of the year. Thankfully, it turned itself into we a play. play we played words. it off. Yeah. We played it off. Now, uh, it's because uh, there are several movies that are coming out right around now that have had very strong spiritual uh, inclinations. You know, obviously the Johnny Cash movie and Narnia. Um, but also the Da Vinci Code is coming out soon. And so mm-hmm. we spotlighted all of those movies, did pieces on them. Um, as we're, we're just kind of flipping through together, you know, Slices is expanded. We have the new features in Slices like the dot-com page and the scene, which this issue, uh, the scene was um, on Sydney, which, you know, there's some great churches there in Sydney. And actually, Joel Houston, who's the lead singer of Hillsong United, actually, kind of told like where to go and what's going on in the city and what you know what's happening there so it's kind of cool and let me, po- let me br- bring to your attention on page 26 the uh, all the the sequels those are all real none of them are made up people keep asking me oh yeah doesn't mean they're all actually going to be made but they're all like in the works that so. is very true die hard 4.0 there's a uh, relevant tv page on page 36 which talks about the music and the voting and all that stuff when we go to a different page should we go bing yeah, everybody turn with Follow us. Follow along. <laughs> Follow the bouncing ball. <laughs> yeah, we have several uh, great columns this time. Uh, John Fisher wrote one called Toward a Christian Worldview. I wrote a great one. I'm just kidding. Uh, actually, I talked about Kyle Lake's death and uh, the impact that um, his life and his writing had on us. And um, it's very heartfelt, so read it. Uh, Dan Hasseltine uh, wrote on um, kind of the fact that the flawed human condition, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's about suicide, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great piece. Um, we interview Death Cab for Cutie. We interview Paul Feig, who wrote Super Stud. He also wrote Freaks and Geeks. He was a guy behind that. Um, we have uh, an article on fear called Mind Games and how to kind of overcome that. And then we have our 2005 year in review. We uh we list we list the top ten you know kind of things that define 2005 for us. So if you don't agree with the list, oh well. We have a magazine. You don't. <laughs> uh, we we do have message boards. Though. Send your hate mail to Cameron at relevantmediagroup.com. We have uh, an article here on oral sex. Not it's not like a how to. It's it's um Uh-oh. it's an honest look at oral sex's role in pure relationships. Wow. We've already gotten several emails about it. Like, good. Like, positive. Like, thank you for actually talking about that. So, Good. We interviewed Rilo Kiley. We have an interview or uh, article on fair trade. The fair trade piece is cool. It, it, it tells you ways that you can get involved, gives you some interesting statistics. We have an article on cynicism and on Delirious. An interview the with band. Delirious. Yeah, the band. And then the 2006 movie preview with a large man in leotards. 
Yeah, some people call him Superman. Oh, right. He's not just some dude. Oh. oh. That's <laughs> why. That's why there's a large man on the guitars. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean's coming out. Three, two, three. Two. Two, two and three are getting made. Three, right three. Yeah, they're uh, casting for extras for three here in Orlando. Really? Right now, yeah. They're I shooting in the Bahamas, which is 90 miles off the coast. I could so pass would, as a would pirate. They, would they like, pay for you to go to the Bahamas? No, you have to go there on your own expense. Yeah, they pay. They take you out there. I don't know how it works. They put you know. in a bathtub and float you out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the real pirates did it. <laughs> yeah, they really want you to get in character. You know? <laughs> the profit. Yeah. Uh, we have a big article here on Narnia, the making of Narnia. It's an interview with the director. And C.S. Lewis's stepson. That's right. We have an article uh, by Gareth Higgins on the Da Vinci Code. And it's got the creepiest, coolest graphic <laughs> image we've I'm gonna, ever I'm gonna had go in the magazine. Yeah, I'm going to go with creepiest. I'm going to go with creepiest. Yeah. It's on page 78 for your viewing pleasure if you are flipping along with us. Then we have an article uh, that looks at the new movie, The New World, an interview with uh, one of the cast members there. And an interesting uh, column called Love the Cinema, Hate the Sin by Jonathan Bach, who uh, just wrote um, Behind the Screen, Hollywood Insiders on Faith, Film, and Culture, published by Baker Books. Really interesting. Then we have a piece on uh, the Johnny Cash movie by Dave Urbanski. Dave actually wrote the Johnny Cash biography that we published called The Man Comes Around. Our lead review is P.O.D.'s new album. Which, um, you want to give our verbal review? Um, it was okay. Like, I, I think that, that kind of the consensus here was that um, for a P.O.D. album, it was good. It just didn't move forward. Like yeah. if, if it would have come out a few years ago, it would have been really strong. It just, it felt like an album that could have come out a few years ago and, yeah. it, and it just didn't move forward at that. I, I felt when I was listening to it, like I was back in Nashville. I lived in Nashville in 1999 and it is it like the front half of the album sounded like the great old POD. And then the second half of the album, they kind of moved into corn territory mm-hmm. and uh, that just, that just did it. They kind of lost no the melodic man. stuff when that guy left. Yeah. yeah. They did, Marcos. He was the he brought the U two esque riffs, the larger than life kind of melodies, and Jason Truby made them hard. Although this album kind of is not, this album's a lot more accessible than last album. The yeah. problem is the music doesn't move forward, and music has moved forward since then. So last album was so like reggae weird. I just yeah, they were trying to you know redefine themselves, and I just think they lost a lot of their core fans. You know. But anyway, check it out. That's the new issue. It's in stores now. It, you can also get it at relevantstore.com or you can subscribe for only $10 at relevantmagazine.com. Ten bucks. What a steal. Pay our salaries. We need to go to the Holy Land experience. <laughs> <laughs> You were just listening to Regina Spector. The song is called Us. It's playing now on Relevant TV. Um, God, I love these music transitions, man. It's great. I love that song. Keep it, keep it flowing. Keep it flowing. Keep it bouncing. Um, right now, we want to kind of go over a little bit of the feedback, a little of the, uh, read a few of the emails you've given us, and also 
um, maybe talk about the top five bands of 2005 that you guys told us. It was our editorial question of the week last week. Um, let's see. I'll just actually read a few of the bands, and you guys can provide commentary as needed uh, because I have the emails in front of me. Ole, I think his name is Ole. It's O-L-E. Mm. Ole. Old Tundevold. He lists May, The Arcade Fire, Fallout Boy, Death Cab for Cutie, and Franz Ferdinand. Those are pretty good, yeah. pretty good choices. Not aside from Fallout Boy, yeah, not a big Fallout Boy fan, but but I think those are good choices. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a Christian music fan. They list Switchfoot, Reliant K, David Crowder Band, Isley, and Last Tuesday. Hmm. I mean, for for all Christian artists, not bad. Um, Eric, oh, I'm sorry, that was Elizabeth Day. Uh, Eric Robolon. I'm telling you, it's Robolon. <laughs> Erica Robolon. Did she just mash the keyboard? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of B's and L's in her name. That's all I know. Sorry, Robolon. Okay, here we go. Uh, uh, Sufjan Stevens, uh, Wolf Parade, Bright Eyes, See Your Rose, Broken Social Scene. I'd say that was a very good if it wasn't for a lack of diversity musically. Yeah, it was kind of a one note chord yeah. there. Uh, Darren Marante, uh, Sufjan, Coldplay, Over the Rhine, See Your Rose, and Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah. That's a good list. Yeah. Here's one. I don't know if these all came out in 2005, but uh, Charlie DeVos says Mute Math, Fourth Avenue Jones, L.A. Symphony, Black Eyed Peas, and Kanye West. He's just trying to get in with Flynn. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Is that that your dad? Is that your code name? No. (laughs) Okay, Daniel So. Uh, wrote seriously the longest email we received, and with all this explanation, he's apparently very serious about his music. Um, he, you know, he said there, first of all, there's a lot of obvious ones, you know, like the Givens. Um, so you have like Sufjan, and you have Block Party, Kanye West, Friends, Ferdinand, The White Stripes, Death Cab. Those are the yeah. Givens, he says. Mm-hmm. So he wants to then nominate Sior Rose, David Crowder Band, Bell and Sebastian, The Evens, and Emery. I, I honestly liked his Givens better than his actual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure Sufjan and Kanye West are going to be on the top of any. Yeah. Tim Jackson here. Kanye, Death Cab, Sufjan, Coldplay, Switchfoot. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we, you know, there's obviously a common theme here. Aaron Ship says Jack Johnson, Coldplay, Johnny Cash, U2, Nickel Creek. Choose to intern here. Aaron, yes, right. Hey, Aaron. Hopefully you're listening. Hi. What's up? <laughs> uh, Justine Stehauer. Stour, uh, Switchfoot, Reliant K, Audio Adrenaline, Bedouin, mm. Sound Clash, and Anne Berlin. Uh, Joy Ike says Death Cab, Coldplay, Rocket Summer, Sanctus Real, and herself, Joy Ike. Oh. She <laughs> nominates herself. I agree. She's very good. <laughs> See, Flynn, it's okay. Other people are doing that. <laughs> MySpace.com slash Joy Ike, uh, I-K-E. Check it out. Jonathan Mitchell says Forever Change, Thousand Foot Crutch, Falling Up, House of Heroes, and Delirious. I like House of Heroes. It's like, yeah, House of Heroes, that single, um, Sleeping Some... What? It's uh, Serial Sleepers. Yeah. yeah. I think the whole album. The va- they have that vampire song. That's really good. Yeah. Appropriate on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Bryce Null says uh, Lacrius, uh, Lacria, 30 Seconds to Marge, Mars, I can't read, Coheed and Cambria, Number One Gun, Shane and Shane. I like Coheed. Shane and Shane's good if you yeah, see him live, yeah. especially. Um, and I could keep going because you guys just really seriously went nuts on this one. But uh, thanks for writing in, everybody. And here's our theme song for the editorial question of the editorial week. Editorial question of the week. We want to know what you're watching on television. What is your favorite TV show right now? 
and uh, respond. And one random responder will get a copy in honor of Tyler coming back from his honeymoon of yeah. Red Hot Monogamy. <laughs> Who published that? It's a Christian publisher. I don't know. Why don't we Why don't we give away one of our books? Because <laughs> Red Hot Monogamy. <laughs> Mahogany. <laughs> It's it's about it's about you know table work and woodwork. <laughs> That's the hottest yeah. woodwork out there. <laughs> so Re- I just think mahogany. it's awesome. Red hot monogamy. Mm-hmm. Carpentry. Well, 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 Carpentry okay, memoir. <laughs> well, there you go. So write in to editorial at relevantmagazine.com and tell us your favorite TV show, and you could win your very own copy of Red Hot Monogamy. Yes. <laughs> Published by a, a Christian publisher. I'll even sign it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, signed signed by Tyler Clark. <laughs> we'll do that. On the lips, come on. You got it all wrong, man. And if you think that our dance was all in the hips, oh well, then do the twist. If you think all the dance is all in the fingers, grab hold of the soul where the memory lingers and make sure to never do it with a singer, cause I'll tell everyone in the world. Now for the relevant news of what's going on behind the scenes here at Relevant. Um, we had a new designer join our team this this week, uh, Anna Melcon. She's our first female designer. Yay! And she will be heading up or leading the team on uh, Radiant, but she's also you know contributing to Relevant and stuff. You will definitely see her involvement with the magazine. She's an incredible artist and designer and has already put her stamp on the new issue, the March issue, which is fun. Uh, the March issue goes to print... In, in a couple weeks, it goes to the print at the end of this month, and subscribers will be getting it in middle of February. It's our music issue, and as you know, Lee Nash is on the cover, but we have another. We have a number of other cool features in the issue. Yeah, we already mentioned, um, well, we didn't, we mentioned them earlier, but not as far as the magazine, but Shane and Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just about their music, it's also their, their, They've started a really cool company um, that's doing some some big stuff. Shh, don't tell too much. So well, that's why I didn't say what the company does. It's true. Just big stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Woodworking. big stuff. Big stuff. Yeah. Carpentry. Yeah. <laughs> Car- <laughs> carpentry. They have red hot mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> Shane and Shane do? Yes. Upholstery. <laughs> I said mahogany. Did you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Shane and Shane. <laughs> we love you. Not in that way. <laughs> um, and also... Um, we we got a new coffee maker. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, we did. That was actually our gates getting fixed tomorrow. Hey. Wow, <laughs> exciting pretty, stuff here. Pretty sweet. Hey, you know, <laughs> it's so exciting. If you're planning your uh, spring break trip right now, you know, you might want to think of swinging through. You can hit here, Holy Land experience. I mean, and Pirates of the Caribbean extra on yeah. your w- on your way down to Naples. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, got to plug the message boards, got to give some shout outs. You know, the Talk to Relevant section is just hopping, hopping every day. Um, people are talking about the podcast, people, you know, loving the format. Uh, Rubber Bullet, who, you know, you've had yeah. quite a few conversations with. Sacrifice Designs has way too much time on his hands. <laughs> uh, Dave Ranzino, your friends on there. Uh, Relevant Jesse keeps popping up all over the place. <laughs> People have been asking about RelevantTyler.com. That's um, true. Yeah. All, yeah. all we've said is that we have big plans. What are you thinking? Um, 
It's time to unveil those plans right now, Tyler. Tell them what you tell them what you got in the works. Well, it's really just going to be a launching pad for my music career. <laughs> you guys have seen brief um, some brief clips of it, you know, on unrelevant TV. But um, I just signed a major deal with Capitol Records. Wait, is it uh, Shane and Shane's company that signed you? Is that what? <laughs> please do a dueling piano duet with John Tesh. <laughs> that would be awesome. How'd you find out that we're doing that? Oops. Yeah. JT and I are uh, live at Red Rocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we saw, I saw John Tesh in the mall in Atlanta. I was did with you. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, you were with me. That's yeah. right. Did he snub you like no, Toby did in the that mall? That was the that same, same mall visit when Toby Max snubbed me. I heard oh, he's yeah. really tall. Is that true? Oh, he's like six mm-hmm. foot 13. I mean, he's, in, he's huge. He's absolutely huge. So Tyler and I walked into the mall. The first thing we see is John Tesh. <laughs> I knew it'd be a good day that day. <laughs> yeah. And then we also passed um, Oats from Holland Oats on the escalator. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're pretty sure we passed Holland yeah. Oats or Oats. Yeah, I mean, like we're going down the escalator and he was going up, and Tyler's like, "That was Oats." <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, forgive me that I can like spot him out of a crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm not totally certain because I, I can't. <laughs> That'd be like if you said, I don't know. I, I could be looking a at a picture of him. I used to watch now. a lot of behind the music on VH1, so. Mm-hmm. I saw Gary Busey one time in the airport. <laughs> you did not. I, I promise. It was in Tulsa because he's from Tulsa, and it was at Thanksgiving. And I, I did not want I, – I was like, dude, there's Gary Busey. And that's when he had the show on Comedy Central. I was like, I'm going to go meet Gary Busey. And then he l- kind of looked over, and he was real, you know, like a like an animal. And I was like, I'm going to stay away. I don't. He's carrying like an this – like He's carrying like this metal briefcase, and <laughs> – I, I was he wearing d- a Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> no, he was wearing like a like an old like brown corduroy blazer. <laughs> it was strange, but I did meet Marcus Vick on the plane the other day. That's right, the one who got kicked off the Virginia team. Yeah, he, he actually got arrested the other day too for pulling a gun on some people. So, but good I, times. Yeah. One time in an airport, Tyler got mistaken for <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it, was, it was last Christmas in the Orlando airport and. And the female security guard, as I was going through security, she like pulled me aside, like leaned in real close, like she wasn't going to give away my secret. I was like, hey, um, you Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle? <laughs> I'm like, no. She goes, oh, you can tell me. I'm what? Like, she- like, no, it's, it's really not me. She goes, oh, you look just like him. Um, and if you don't know me, here's, here's something you should know about me. I don't look like Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, you so look. You look like I could Charlie from Lost. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Charlie I think, from Lost. I think if you morph Matt Teeson from Reliant K. Oh, Andy yeah. Dick. Oh yeah. I got <laughs> oh, all. Dude, if they all had a baby, it'd yep. be you. Yeah. What? If they all, if if Matt Teeson, <laughs> Andy Dick, and Charlie from Lost all clone themselves, I don't know. In the Orlando airport, I actually ran into Bill Walton, the really, really annoying yeah uh, broadcaster. Did you say anything to him? Yeah, of course I did. What, what what was the? I don't remember. Truthfully, I except I was like twelve. No, I wasn't. I was like sixteen, and I and I and I went up to him and struck up a conversation with Bill Walton. I had I'd never seen him play or anything because I was yeah. sixteen, you know. But I uh, Captain you Obvious. You saw Kanye in the L.A. airport. That's true. Yeah, I was in line with Kanye West at L- LAX and talked to him. We were in the uh, we were in the security line together, and I, and it was actually the week that we were. 60 Minutes had done a piece on yeah. crossover music and it was on Wednesday night that that aired. This was Friday and he was on it and I was on it and I was like providing color commentary or whatever, you know, 
And so uh, how often are you going to be a foot and a half from Kanye West and mm-hmm. have something to talk yeah. about? Mm-hmm. So you I had an in. I had an in. So I said to him, I said, hey, did you see yourself on uh, 60 Minutes this week? And he's like, no, no. I go, hey, well, I was actually on it with you. And he's like, <laughs> oh, what? And then he went yeah. to talk because he's like, oh, maybe I should know who this guy is. You yeah. Know? yeah. I told him he didn't need to. I just told him I did a magazine. But it was actually nice. Uh, you know, he was a pretty nice guy. He was a nice guy. See, I had good interactions with him. Flynn, on the other hand, didn't have good interactions Uh-oh. with him. But I think he's a nice guy, or was. But what he was a nice guy. I just think he's very arrogant. That's well, everybody knows that. I mean, it's just it's it's like he can I've still gone, be a nice guy. I've gone to a million hip hop shows, and you know, braggadocio is just part of it. But this guy, I mean, he's over the top. I love his music. Don't get me wrong, but it, it definitely like you have to come prepared to hear the most arrogant individual on the face of the earth it's true talk pride comes pride comes before a fall so yeah watch out um because hank williams is going to come visit him (laughs) (laughs) i got snubbed by michael w smith at a nashville minor league baseball game (laughs) i was about 14 That's the saddest story I've ever heard. No, the saddest story is that Michael Lee Smith was at a national minor league baseball game. Did he throw out the opening pitch? He sang I the national so. anthem. I met Ruben from Survivor in the Atlanta airport last year. Rupert. Yeah. Did I say Ruben? You yeah. said Ruben. Uh, you must be hungry. Shows what a real fan I am. <laughs> no, but I voted for, him for the million, and I told him that. And so he kind of felt obligated to talk to me, I think. No, he was, he was a nice guy. I'm a big Survivor fan. I called his house one time and got his answering machine. You did not. I promise. In college, I was actually, we had a little radio show. I, I promise. And we found his number on the internet, and it was, it was like his wife, like, hi, this is the home of Rupert so-and-so-and-so. Yes, the Rupert from Survivor. No. They're like, yeah, if if this is some press calling, you know, please leave a message with your number. And I really wanted to talk to him because I was a huge fan at the time. But I did. Snubbed. Jealous much? <laughs> Um, I, was he wearing a tie-dyed shirt? No, that's why I almost didn't recognize him. Because I was like, that guy looks just like certain, like Ru- like Rupert. But he's now wearing a tie-dyed shirt. I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is reality. On, on the message boards, uh, Spider uh, posted that he was thanking us for helping him get a B-plus in English. Aww. They had an assignment where they had to take an editorial uh, on their favorite magazine, and he chose us, and he turned it in and got a B-plus. Wow. See, we, we think it's a compliment, but maybe he's like a straight A student. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for the B plus, really. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah, here there's there's a whole thread about relevanttyler.com. People are asking and wanting to know is it is it real? Is it not real? You know, they're they're saying you're a superstar. Um, well they're right about some things. <laughs> there's you know, a post by Jesus Freak nine nine three, not to be confused with the Jesus Freak from Who last Who strangely week. hasn't appeared since That's true. Since the minor incident. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Annie Young, um, all the you know everybody's just clamoring for information, justice, and and uh, all the uh, beautiful, beautiful about a boat, beautiful about a boat. She's posting. I like boats. <laughs> Maybe you should have a picture of you in a boat <laughs> on relevanttyler.com. Is there going to be any pictures of you and Mr. Strang? Because I know we Ooh. didn't we. Or should um, I should I yeah. just not talk about that now no, and say yeah. surprise? No, we're gonna uh, for uh, that's. This is good. Okay. Relevant news, see? This I is was short on relevant news, so this is one. La- uh, over Christmas, we had a, uh, a <laughs> festive dress-up day, uh, the day of our, our staff party, and everybody had to come dressed in something 
for the holidays and Tyler decides to show up as my dad on Christmas morning. <laughs> he pasted a, well, it was in the podcast. We did the podcast yeah. today where he had the, the bean mustache <laughs> and he wore a robe and he had a mug and a PDA and he kept walking around going, who are you again? And all you 20 oh, some- somethings look alike. <laughs> Which one are you? So that's my dad. So my dad visited the office last week while Tyler was on his honeymoon. He didn't know that. My dad walks in in a robe <laughs> with a mug and a PDA and starts walking around telling everybody that they wow. all look the alike. The best part was that I you were in a meeting and yeah. like Yeah, I was in I was in a with Kara in an evaluation for an employee and and Maya, my wife who works there, she poked her head in and she goes, Cameron, your dad is here. And I'm like, I know I'm in a meeting. And she goes, He's wearing a robe. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> What? I didn't know your dad had a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, but Don't then worry, for like, he doesn't listen. The problem is, <laughs> problem is for like the next hour, he kept doing it. And after a while, you get, you know how with like old people, they keep telling you the same story over and over, and you just kind of start smiling and like, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's almost like that. You're like, oh, oh yeah, that was funny 45 minutes ago. Then. <laughs> anyway. Where's Cameron? Is he still in the meeting? <laughs> is he doing that? No, I mean, oh. I'm getting a little cold. <laughs> there you go. You got to love parents. Well, that'll do it for the relevant news this week. Uh, again, we want to hear from you, so write us at feedback at relevantmagazine.com, and maybe we will mention your name on the air. And uh, answer this week's editorial question of the week at editorial at relevantmagazine.com, or, we, or either one. We check them both. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Kara Davis. I'm Jesse Gary. And I'm Tyler Clark. See you next week. Relevant Podcast, anytime, anywhere.